Hi everyone. So recently, there's been a lot of drama on my TikTok channel because I advocate for people to leave bad situations, whether it be a job, going no contact with the co-parents, whether it's leaving the relationship and starting the court process if you have children. Um, I advocate for people to cut off their parents, if their parents are abusive, or anybody, anybody in your life that is abusive. Because you shouldn't allow them to be in your life. You should have more self-respect, more self-love, more self-dignity, all of it. Um, and confidence, because confidence is key in these types of situations. Knowledge is also key. Let's talk about the number one comment that I get left on videos about me talking about your choice to leave an abusive situation or to stay in that situation hoping that it can get better or whatever your reason for staying may be. This myth that single moms can just leave their abuser. Single moms don't leave their abusers. Single moms have to escape their abusers. It Let me begin with introducing myself. Hello, I'm the Brat General. I have been working in the field of domestic violence since 2016 when I worked for the YWCA's Let me introduce violence. myself. I'm the Brat General. I advocate publicly online for domestic violence prevention. I'm also a survivor. I also happen to be a veteran. <laughs> and uh, when I started advocating for domestic violence in 2018, it was because I realized it, but you are speaking out and saying things that involve a domestic violence myth. This person is using act <clears throat> actual clinical terms, but she's using them in the wrong way. This person is using them to rationalize or justify, and she says she's not, but she actually is. Um, the behavior of the person, <sighs> instead of trying to use this information to get them to understand that there is a term for it, that their behavior is, you know, <clears throat> that their behavior is common and then teaching them how to break the trauma bond. She did not talk about breaking the trauma bond. She just said all of these things in why the, the the people stay in these relationships and try to justify it with brain chemistry and responses and all of this. So this leads into the topic of situational awareness training. Um, this person <laughs> claims to be a veteran who's gone through everything, and I'm not saying they are or they're not. Um, and I'm not trying to demean their experiences, but the way that they speak, they do not acknowledge that situational training is an actual thing and that you can use training to break these responses and keep yourself out of trouble. Um, I, I have a couple clips that I'm going to insert and they are wonderful, or I will link some videos below. Um, that you got, you guys should go watch. But situational awareness training, um, when it comes to either a DV essay or a co-parenting or relationships or anything like that is very important because you need to be able to spot the red flags immediately so that <clears throat> you are able to give yourself the knowledge to leave. Without the information gathered, 
then you're not going to leave, but you have to want to leave. I can't make anybody do anything. I can't make somebody decide to leave or not. That was my point in some of those comments that she was responding to. Um, I was saying that I went through a traumatic experience. I woke up one day and I was struck across the face for no reason besides the person that I was with at the time had no emotional intelligence or emotional control. And he was doing a lot of bad things, making a lot of bad decisions and putting all of the blame on me. Um, so I stayed because I was justifying with these thoughts. Then after the situation happened, as I was thinking in bed, um, as I was being struck, I said, WTF, did I do? I didn't do anything. And I decided to grab my stuff and run instead of letting him progressively get worse. And there was a fire in the drawer. Um, and it was, it had stuff in it, right? Um, so he could have potentially grabbed that and unalived me within seconds if he made the decision to do so. Um, so I chose to run. Um, so that was my choice because I wasn't going to, to allow him to, to do that to me anymore. I woke up and I decided that today was the, the day that I'm going to listen to all the people that try to help me. And I am going to decide to walk away and not think about him again. Um, until recently I got the courage to speak up. Um, now I'm feeling more confident in my life and I want to challenge this type of mentality. Therefore, I'm speaking up. Facebook or TikTok took down my main page because I was speaking up about this type of behavior and this type of speech and speaking against it. And people were reporting me for being hateful or harassing them or spreading misinformation. I have some of the videos. Um, so I can, I can show you that I was blocked for no reason. Um, and this is why it's so destructive because people will come on and they will spread misinformation about these actual chemical um, processes that go on your brain. And in one of the video clips, this person literally stated what I was going through. She tried to tell me what I was thinking in those moments. She was trying to tell me my responses instead of asking me which is abusive and that type of behavior. She said I was pushing people back to their abusers by telling them that they should leave. Okay. Um, but the type of behavior portrayed on me was very, very shaming and blaming and not understanding. She blocked me on toxic. It was very toxic behavior. Um, goes on to say that I am victim blaming or shaming. So let me give you an example from my experience on the date that I decided to leave. I decided to call the authorities and have them handle the situation. They took photos of me and then they decided to um, take him away. And as they were taking him away in the, the vehicle, the police car, um, my roommates at the time decided 
that my abuser was correct for slapping me and um, that all of my stuff should be thrown in the yard and I should be called names like a bitch. Um, I, w I was told that he supported me. Why did I do that? He was my man. I'm not loyal. Um, I'm a H-O-R-E. I mean, do you get anything that you can say to a person when they just went through betrayal? I had it said to me. And I still made the decision to get in my friend's truck and drive away with all of my dirty stuff. Um, I had to go clean everything. And then my father came from a different state, eight hour, nine hour drive with my grandfather and came and got me a week later because they were waiting for a paycheck. Keep in mind, they could not afford to make this trip. They could not, but they scraped up. They borrowed. They, they would have robbed, stolen, or stealed. I, I'm telling you, to, to get me back, they would have done anything. Um, so these men taught me to leave. And as I was going through the trauma bond of, oh, is he out of jail? Oh, should I call him? Is he okay? It's, no. Um, as I was going through this, my cousin told me to drop it. He doesn't know where I was. Um, so I was safe until my parents came and I did. I did not look up his, his information. Now, a couple ways of breaking the trauma bond. You have to be mentally strong to break a trauma bond. You have to be willing to give up that person. You have to know that this is the last time that you will tolerate this behavior. Um, so in order to do that, you have to build up that re resilience. Because at any moment, your, your mind can slip. And I'm talking after you get away. Um, you've already packed your things. You've gone to your sister's house. Now you want to call him. No, don't do that. Block his number. Um, keep yourself preoccupied with other activities that will take your mind off of this person. And I'm not talking about um, any illicit substances or anything like that. I'm talking about hobbies, good people, supportive people. Because if you have people in your life that are telling you to go back or shaming you, you need to run from those people too. If anybody takes the abuser's side, cut them off. Go no contact with those people because they do not have your best interest in mind. They are only trying to harm you. And so these are some of the points and I have more information in the video. So understand. I just care about them. I hate watching people suffer. Uh, you just don't understand. I feel guilty. I feel responsible. Stop. You can't save anybody else. I'm telling you, the only person in this world you can control the actions and reaction of is yourself. And no one in this world can save you. You can be in a room full of 100 people and nobody else save you. It's like Rose on the Titanic. Ah, you're just, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It, you, you are the only one that can truly save yourself. Change the course. Change the direction. Change how you're perceiving things. And you have to reframe the relationships in your life. You have to re reframe what you value most. You have to set boundaries with people because you are stuck with you no matter how far you run, no matter where you go, no matter what people you change in your life, no matter who you exclude or include or change or adapt to or whatever, what jobs you change, you go everywhere with you. And if you don't know yourself, if you don't respect yourself, if you don't value yourself, if you don't set boundaries with other people and on yourself, goals for yourself and have a direction, you're going to keep meeting people who take, hurt, abuse, who aren't going anywhere, who are just floating through life too, wondering why theirs is not successful, blaming everybody and the dog instead of self-reflecting.
And when you surround yourself with people like that, you will sink into that mindset. If you don't learn to self-focus, focus on how you're viewing this world, reframe what you're saying to yourself, because you can rewrite your story. I don't care how bad the experience you've been through. You can rewrite it, change the way you're talking to yourself about it, and develop it into what you want to be, what you want in your life. Because your words, your thoughts, your perspective is everything. And you need to learn the 5, 10s, 20s, and 50s in your life. I'm telling you, as a, as a veteran, when a boom, boom goes off, it has a ripple effect. 5 feet, 10 feet, 20 feet, 50 feet, and so on and so forth. And that's how you need to create boundaries in your life. Who do you allow in your closest circle? And the more close they are to you, the more they impact you. What are you allowing? What type of individuals are you allowing to impact your life? I know what you're about. Oh, you know the buzzwords. You know love bombing. You know what gaslighting is, honey. But you are not trauma-informed. And it is very dangerous to domestic violence victims and even yourself. I am telling you a universal human fact that humans react to trauma with only a set amount of trauma responses. And in those trauma responses, they have a, a biological, neurobiological response that affects rational decision-making. You, you are not trauma-informed. I know you're not trauma-informed because you're not listening. That's like they might end up paralyzed in that moment or they may completely disassociate and flop or they may try to beg or pretend to go along with it to get the person to stop or convince them not to hurt them more further. They might try to fight back. They may try to run or flee. They may do a combination. And when they're processing it, in the case of domestic violence, they often have someone there blaming them and convincing them of a different reality than what just occurred. And then the trauma that makes them want not to believe that reality. Lord, I don't want to get through to you any other way than to tell you something. This is a trigger warning for anyone who's ever been essayed. It is time for you to scroll away from this video. What I mean by choices and trauma responses, honey, is your body has a physiological reaction to trauma and a mental reaction to trauma that you have absolutely no control over or choice in the matter. And the same type of thing happens when you are processing trauma. And I have no better explanation than these two things. There's a reason why they teach you to stop, drop, and roll. If you ever get caught. It's the funniest thing, you know, my baby's three months. I'm gonna put on the screen the assumptions of rational choice theory and the actual chemical responses to trauma that domestic violence victims have that actually keep them trapped with their abusers. But let's just sum it up like this. Uh, or because they don't have family nearby or because it will be hard to leave. Don't tell women how easy it is to leave if you've never been in an abusive relationship. And even if you have, you haven't been in her abusive relationship. It is so much more complex than most people can even comprehend. The just leave comes from the never been through it people. In some cultures, you have no rights to have money or anything like that. So it doesn't matter whether he's love bombing you or not. You have no rights to leave that man because you are his property. They think they're going, well, if a man leaves you once or hits you once, then guess what? You should leave him. Th that's not possible, especially for women who live in other countries and have no rights to even money, bank account, or anything like that. And they can't even leave the house and they have to be covered from head to toe. The, all of the websites that I have visited and all of these domestic violence organizations would never tell a domestic violence victim to stay in this situation. What they do is they find the resources to remove that person from the situation and then have them rebuild their lives step by step without that person leave their abuser single moms don't leave their abusers single moms have to escape their abusers it took my mother over two decades to get away stop minimizing the complicated difficult and prolonged process of escaping saying you're leaving is the easy part and getting out is only the beginning having a place to go having the money to get the place finding a job setting up daycare trying to get all the bills back into your name when usually he's fucked up your credit post-secondary abuse is real women being stalked and abused and threatened and accused of things by their abuser exists don't tell women how easy it is to leave if you've never been in an abusive relationship because your personal safety being more important than staying for money or because you don't want them to get in trouble or any of those reasons that they list on the website to make people understand that these situations are very common. You all know that my wife Robin has made it her life's mission to help empower women. Two years ago she started her foundation when Georgia smiled which is dedicated to helping women and children live happy safe and joyful lives uh, free from the fear of abuse and 
one of the foundation's first projects was the Aspire Initiative, which is an interactive curriculum designed to help tweens, teens, and adults understand, identify, avoid, and safely escape abuse if they're in that kind of situation. As long as you think staying is still an option. Like, if the choice is on the table, that's what you're gonna pick, stupid. You're very predictable. I would, well, I would just, I would cry so fucking hard after an argument because I do the things that got you why and there's nothing else to do, I have to pick up to a bad door choice. And when it's an abusive relationship, there's this added element of like, are they in imminent danger? And it might feel like you are in some way responsible for getting them out because you can so clearly say that this could go really badly in the near future. But it's not your job. And not only is it not your job, you simply will not be able to get them out. They will not leave unless it's on their own terms. Whether you do it gently, whether you do it forcefully, you will not be able to convince them of something that they don't want to do. All that's going to happen is they're going to stop telling you things. Many people try to rationalize why they stay in abusive relationships. So these survivors have really thought about it and took the courage to say why they stayed. And those reasons why they stayed are now being misconstrued and can be taken as misinformation being spread on, on social media platforms as a way to say that it's okay to stay in this situation, that I know it's hard to leave, you don't have to leave right now, uh, you're not accepting that you're staying in this situation. Because if you're accepting the abuse, you're accepting the behavior, that's a choice. I choose not to accept it. I choose to only want good people in my life, not people that are going to cause me or my children harm. Um, I've given examples in the past about SA. So if a mother knows that somebody is harming their children, they allow that behavior, how would you feel about that? Because that's the, that's the same situation. Being in a domestic violence situation and allowing the abuse is a choice. It's a cold hard truth. Allowing people to make you think that you don't have a choice because somebody else has either financial control over the situation or um, physical control over the situation but that's not okay because there are so many situations and so many survivors that came out and acknowledge like myself that they had a choice to stay and that they allowed the behavior to happen and that by now when they are in the stage of clarity they are able to see that their choices had consequences and they are able to take accountability for those consequences and take responsibility and grow as people not live in a cloud of victim mentality these websites are showing examples of the abuse so that you can feel more comfortable and you can you can understand that many people came before you and had these same thoughts it is to invoke empathy not justify staying in an abusive relationship so by you you know spreading that behavior that just because it's hard you shouldn't do it even though your well-being is being jeopardized that's going to get people unalived. That's going to cause more harm than good. Spreading this whole mentality about how it's okay to stay in the relationship because for single mothers, they have to have daycare and they have to have a job. No, you do not. You do not need those resources to remove yourself from an abusive situation. A lot of people, that's a hard pill to swallow. That's exactly why we have so many charities 
about domestic violence for men and women and like women with children, men with children. There are so many different stories out there of people leaving in the hardest situations and pulling through and prospering. And they're happy. Their mental health is better. They're physically better. They're spiritually and emotionally better because they chose to walk away. Because they chose not to let somebody manipulate them anymore. And they chose not to accept the abuse anymore. I am trying to get people to understand that they do have a choice, that by not acknowledging that you have a choice, you're giving all of the power to the abuser. You are not taking any of back for yourself. You're saying that you have no control over your your body and your safety and your well-being. You're, that's what you're telling victims by telling them that they don't have a choice, that somebody is financially abusing you and you don't have a choice to leave even though you may be on the streets for a little bit or in a homeless shelter and i will say most people don't leave an abusive situation because they rationalize the comfort level that they're in versus the hardship of leaving and that is where the misinformation and the destructiveness of this conversation leads because once you start making these rationalizations and these justifications, then the abuser gets to keep their victim. The abuser gets to know that they're not going to gain strength. It's a universal strength to take responsibility and accountability and be able to walk away from shitty people and not allow shitty people to hurt other people. I would rather take the hard choice and do the hard thing than sit there and let somebody abuse me or abuse my children in any way, shape, or form. If you want to reach out, my email is co-parenting should be easy, just like my screen name, at gmail.com. Send me your stories. Um, I can read them anonymously. If that helps, provide context. If you don't want to speak out um, on any social medias or you're too shy, I will do it for you. Um, if you have any questions, send me an email or leave it below. I'll answer them and I'll talk to you guys later. Don't forget to like, subscribe or follow or whatever it is. If you guys gain any knowledge out of this video, please like, share and subscribe. And thank you for watching. Have a wonderful day.